So good morning and welcome to the Sahaja Yoga Radio Program. So today in our studio we have John on the panel. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm pretty good when I can find the microphone. <laughs> well, as John said, my name is Angela and uh, hopefully our listeners out there will have a wonderful program and uh, go away feeling on top of the world. So for those listeners who are joining us for the first time today, Sahaja Yoga meditation is a form of authentic meditation that is taught free of charge throughout the world in nearly a hundred countries. Sahaja means spontaneous and yoga means union with the divine. So with the simple techniques given to us by the founder of Sahaja Yoga, Srimadaji Nimaladevi, we are able to achieve our life's purpose to attain the qualities of a divine personality through self-realization and effortless meditation. Shramataji Nimaladevi founded Sahaja Yoga in 1970 and began her tireless work of traveling the world, giving freely to people self-realization and the techniques required to achieve the highest in spiritual seeking. The seekers of truth who have been practicing this method for over the years are now able to sustain a life full of love and joy whilst experiencing a peaceful and fulfilling place within their community, both locally and globally. Self-realization is attained when the sleeping spiritual energy residing in every human being's sacrum bone is awakened. This energy is called kundalini, meaning three and a half coils of energy. And it is awakened through our pure desire and a catalyst of divine energy like one candle enlightening another. This energy rises up our spinal cord and gently pierces our chakras, which are spheres of energy sitting atop our plexuses, governing all health, physical, mental, emotional, and most importantly, spiritual. Once this union occurs, the chakras are brought into balance and the kundalini energy can then continue on its path gently piercing the fontanelle on top of our head and placing the seeker into a state of thoughtless awareness or mental silence or true meditation. So it is this state that enables seekers to grow spiritually and evolve into a divine personality above the mundane life of action and reaction and allow them to enjoy their lives as a divine play, enabling them to evolve. Oh 
You are still listening to the Sahaja Yoga Radio Program and that was a lovely song written by William Blake. Well, the poem was written by William Blake but the music um, was made by one of the Sahaja Yogis. And today we'll be talking about the manifestation of the Kundalini on our central nervous system via the, the three channels of energy, our vibrations and how they can help us on our spiritual journey. So within us, we have a subtle system consisting of three channels of energy, left, right and centre. The left channel ends with our superego crossing over to the right side of our head at the Agni Chakra, the sixth chakra. And this is all of our conditionings, which means everything that we have learnt from our culture, our religion, our family, society, school, friends, work, the list is quite endless. And it's also all of our experiences compiled together to give us a huge storehouse of do's and don'ts that depending on our personality and temperament, we use to survive. It is related to the past and it is a cold and damp place that we need to warm up. It is the place that holds all of our emotions, our fears, all of our worries and anxieties and in the extreme it can be frozen. Thoughts coming from the superego would be of the past and all of the experiences, good or bad or indifferent, that have happened to you. So to describe it in a car, it would be likened to the brake. So it is also where our pure desire comes from and the storehouse of all our creativity. Creativity that brings beauty, softness and all of the arts and sciences to soothe a fast-paced world. It is also the place where our devotion or our bhakti can manifest and we can express our love of God to, or, through this left side. The right channel ends with our ego crossing over to the left side of our head at the Agni Chakra. It is the means by which the conditionings can manifest and be played out. It is the one who runs the show before self-realization using all the conditionings to survive. It is the part of us that thinks it can make anything happen and that if we try hard enough, then we can get whatever we want. It likes to dominate others and generally makes life difficult for everyone around. It's happy when it's getting its own way and unhappy when it doesn't work out. It likes to justify all mistakes and faults and can easily blame others for anything going wrong. Thoughts coming from the ego will be of the future and how it can manipulate it to its own gains. So in the car, it would be representing the accelerator. So we have the left side representing the brake and the right side representing the accelerator. So on the other hand, when the right side is in balance, it can be amazingly dynamic, efficient and ready at the drop of a hat to help others and serve the community and most importantly to do the work of the divine. The central channel is the balance between the brake and the accelerator and this allows us to stay on the road avoiding destruction or accident. It ends at the fontanelle with the kundalini opening to the sarasrara, the seventh chakra and it's the key to our spiritual ascent. The central channel is our aim, with our attention always moving higher and higher so we can see ourselves clearly. So after realization, 
It is where a person practicing Sahaja Yoga lives, lives their life when they have become the master of themselves. There are no thoughts in the central channel because this is the present moment and you can't think about the present. So as each new thought is already in the past. So in that silence of no thoughts, we can find the ultimate peace and joy. And for some this is effortless, but for others who are holding on to the past and future, it can be a difficult journey. So with the love and nurturing of the collectivity and a strong pure desire, most people settle down in Sahaja Yoga to an ordinary life that flows so extraordinarily. It's a wonder. And now we will play a song followed by an opportunity to experience your self-realization. So stay tuned in and I'm sure you'll be joyfully surprised. This is a famous song by Simon and Garfunkel and it's very appropriate as it represents the thought state of thoughtless awareness. Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stared By the flash of a neon light To split the night And touch the sound desire to rise above it all into the realms of peace and bliss and enjoy the sounds of silence, please sit down. If possible, remove your shoes so as to have a good connection to the earth. Loosen any tight belts or clothing and be comfortable. If you are driving, please pull over if you can. Place both feet on the floor or even better to sit on the floor where you can. Place your hands on your laps, palm up, and close your eyes. Take some deep breaths, nice and slow, to open your heart and bring your attention inside. So, with the self-realization process, you will experience your left and right and central channel, what we were talking about previously. So now, just continue to breathe. And I'll just guide you with uh, 
some affirmations and just some gentle movements of your right hand up and down the left side of your body. So we can place our right hand on the left side of our heart, just where the left breastbone is. And here we can ask a fundamental question to ourselves. And we can address this energy as mother because it's a feminine and nurturing energy. So we can say, Mother, am I the spirit? Just a few times to yourself. Mother, am I the pure spirit? Then we move our hand down to just where the rib cage finishes on the left side of your stomach. And this place is about our evolution and about our self-mastery. So here we can ask, Mother, am I my own master? Do I listen to my intuition and my inner knowing? Do I feel what's right for me inside? Mother, am I my own master? And then we bring our hand to where the leg and the hip join on the left side. Still having our left hand palm up on our lap. And where the hip and the leg join, we can put our right hand. And this is the place of pure knowledge. And the pure knowledge is the ability for us to feel on our central nervous system our vibrations that we can discern our chakras and which ones are in balance and which ones are out of balance and we'll talk more about this later so we're asking now for this knowledge mother please give me the pure knowledge the pure knowledge of the divine that I can become my own master please give me the pure knowledge and this is the point where the Kundalini is stirring and awakening from her slumber. And she'll begin to rise up the central nervous system, up our spinal cord, through the chakras. So we move our hand now up to the left side of our stomach again. And now we can fully affirm now that we have this pure knowledge through our asking and our pure desire we can affirm that mother yes I am my own master now I can feel the vibrations on my hands and soon through my fontanelle mother I am my own master by your grace Mother, I am my own master. And moving again up to the left side of the heart. And this is the place of the spirit where that spark of the divine lives within us. And now we can ask for it to be enlightened through our affirmations and the Kundalini's love. We say, 
say, Mother, I am only the pure spirit. I'm not this body, this mind. I'm not these thoughts. I'm not attachments to anything else. I'm just the spirit. I'm not this family or this culture. I'm not this employment. I'm not anything. I'm just the pure spirit. Please, Mother Kundalini, come into my heart and enlighten my heart with your love so that it glows very brightly. Then we move up to where the neck and the shoulder join. We put our right hand here, the nape of the neck, and we tilt our head slightly to the right. And this is the place where our collectivity will manifest and how we feel about ourselves within the collective and how they feel about us. So on this left side, we develop guilt when we do things that are wrong or that we think that are wrong or when we do things that are actually not good for us. So here we can just say, Mother, I am not guilty of anything. Anything I did in the past is part of a learning curve and it's part of my evolution and it's helping me to grow. So I'm going to learn from all of my mistakes and I'm going to face myself every day and I'm going to move forward and not be stuck in this guilt. Because I'm just the spirit and the spirit is never guilty. So this guilt is only from conditionings. And it's from the ego. So then we can put our hand on our forehead and bend our head slightly. And here, this is the place of forgiveness where the Kundalini has to pass through the smallest space. So we can say, to open this chakra, Mother Kundalini, I forgive everybody and I forgive myself for all the mistakes that I've made and for all the mistakes that everybody else has made or that I think that they've made. Because I'm not perfect and others are not perfect and we're all just trying our best. So just let it all go and just be happy inside and feel the joy and the peace in the moment. Then we move our hand to the back of our head and kind of cradle your head in your hand. And here is the place where we have to humble down and know that there is a divine energy that loves us and that is so much wiser and knows everything about us and forgives us completely. So we just have to ask with full humility, please divine forgive me for all the mistakes that I've made, knowingly or unknowingly, against my spirit. I'm just a child and I'm growing. Please help me to be more grown up. And then with the fingers outstretched, we can press down the center of our palm on the fontanelle, on the top of our head, 
on the soft spot that was a baby. When we were a baby, it was soft. So press down, rotate gently so that you're massaging the skull and the scalp is moving. And as we're doing this, we're asking now for our self-realization. We say, Mother, please give me my self-realization. Please give me the eternal bliss, mental silence and thoughtless awareness. And then just bring your hand gently a few centimeters above your head on the same spot where you were just pressing and see if you can feel your kundalini manifestation as a cool breeze, maybe slightly warm, could even be cold, or you might just perceive it as energy. So just sit back now with your hands on your lap and enjoy the next song.
of your union and are feeling the manifestation of this as a cool breeze on your hands and from your fontanelle. This process that is completely spontaneous and without any effort is only possible because of one woman's purest desire. And that woman is the divine personality of Shramadaji Nimaladevi. Shramadaji was born in the centre of India at midday on the equinox and lived an incredible life full of the qualities that are valued and respected amongst us. Qualities of love, unending patience, tolerance, forgiveness, and an indomitable ability to endure and forbear hardship. Shramataji walked tirelessly the length and breadth of our planet, giving realization to all who desired it. She gave thousands of talks and interviews on spirituality, all of which are being preserved as we speak for all to hear. She led a normal life as a household wife, mother to two daughters and a grandmother before she began her life's work becoming spiritual mother to thousands of seekers. Shramataji and her family took part in the fight for India's independence, enduring much sacrifice and hardship. She spent much of her childhood in Mahatma Gandhi's ashram and also studied Western medicine so she could understand the human body and conditionings. Now, we would like to give you the wonderful opportunity to experience the amazing depth of her personality now that you have your self-realization. If you listen to her words after self-realization with your attention above your head in meditation, you will be able to go deeper into your spirit and absorb her words more than when listening through your intelligence. Shramataji is talking about how to master yourself and how to grow and why sometimes it is slow. So please sit down comfortably with your hands palm up on your lap and continue to meditate upon this divine personality. But then immediately people say, Mother is the most difficult to master yourself. I can't understand this. Why not you try to master everyone? Why can't you master yourself? Yourself is with you. You are with yourself, is your own, is your own property. You can correct the property of others, why can't you correct your own property? It should be the easiest thing to do, but you are not sure that this is your own. You do not know that you are capable, but you are, and now you have self-knowledge. So why should you not do it? Why should you not? Try to watch yourself, see for yourself, and then you will know that you know all the tricks, the yukti. I don't have to tell you, do this, do that, nothing. You yourself will know, ha, come along. We know so many things, little, little things, about ordinary material things, you see. Something is falling, all right, put 
some support to it. This is happening, put it that way. But in spiritual life, it's the easiest thing because you are in the ocean of knowledge. But if you do not know that you are in the ocean of knowledge, you will not know the tricks. You are dealing with others because the main purpose of our communication is to emancipate the whole world, to emancipate them, to bring them out of their ignorance. So for that we have to develop this mastery and not to get lost into nonsensical things, but this mastery has to be developed for that meditation early in the morning is required to begin with. And then facing yourself all the time. Why did I say such a thing? Ah, must be this. This is the word I picked up from that person. So when you start facing yourself, you'll be surprised that you are trying to avoid the reality and just using your mind. See there, as I say that this mind cheats you and tells you, all right, get it. And the last, but not the least, is that Sri Krishna is the one who is an expert of drama. He creates drama, he acts in the drama, and he is the spectator also. In these three forms you should see yourself. You create a drama of yourself. Aha, this one now, see now, how I am acting here. Then you become the spectator also. Become the spectator of your own dramas. Then you will realize what you are doing, how you are working out everything. Then the deception that we have all the time against ourselves will just run away. Because if an artist knows he is the spectator, if the one who is acting knows he is the spectator, he can never deceive himself because he knows this is acting. So this self-deception is the one one should try to avoid. Let me face it. But also there is another way out people find out. I mean, there are ways and ways. Like you tell somebody, why didn't you write a letter? I know. I know this one. But don't you think you should have written a letter to that person who has done so much for you? I know. But don't you think it's very bad and cruel on your part not to have written the letter? I know. I know means what? I know I'm bad. I know I'm, I've been stupid. I know I should not have done it. But I know also that. So what next? Because they think if you have confessed, I know, finished. So this is a new escape, which was not at the time of Sri Krishna, is a new modern one. Where people say, I know, all right, so what? Oh, all right, I am a sinner, so what? This is the second side of it. First of all, I know that I am a sinner, and second is higher state is that, so what? What's wrong? So this is how the derailment starts and one goes from one to another. 
If I know something, then why shouldn't I correct myself? That's what it should be. I know I'm like that. I know it. If you know, then you should also know the trick how to get rid of it. Because you are detached from that personality about which you know. You can correct yourself. This is what is yoga, is very, all your attention is one with the divine. And you are so detached that you can see it. The, the attachment to all the things are finished. And now the force that is coming to you is acting through you and acting on these attachments also. The situation changes absolutely in Sahaja Yoga in a very different way. And if there is one bad Sahaja Yogi who comes in, either he's thrown out or he has to be all right. It's the other way now. Anyone who is a bad Sahaja Yogi, if he comes in Sahaja Yoga, then he has to be corrected, otherwise thrown out. It's a, I think, a more evolved state now than it was at the time of Sri Krishna because he talked only to one Arjuna, I am talking to thousands. This knowledge. That time, he just talked it at the time of war, I am talking at the time of peace. And he's much more evolved because Sri Krishna didn't give him realization. You have got the realization, you've got the knowledge, you know everything, you have all the satellites. So this is what it is today, as it is, the situation is that you have become part and parcel of Virata already. You are not seeing the Virata, but you are part and parcel of it. You are not watching it, you are inside it. So that any more of not watching yourself will be only thing that will be thrown out of Sahaja Yoga or else you better watch yourself and correct yourself and be one with the body of the Virat. This is the sign of a Yogeshwara. That's how you have to be in a mood which is very smiling, knowing everything and not sarcastic, but very paternal smile, very loving, affectionate smile that you should have for all the other people. And immediately they'll recognize. I've seen small children are like that. They are extremely patronizing sometimes, you know, they see their parents and this and that. So they come and tell you that, don't worry, everything will be all right. After all, God is there to look after. And they can be extremely, extremely loving and kind. And the way they talk, they will neutralize the whole thing. So we have to learn a lot from our children, from all the little babies that we have, and that we ourselves should have that Ganesha principle within us, with innocence, we should work it out. Innocence is the most intelligent thing and most effective thing. So I would request you, all of you, to face yourself. And don't hate yourself, but correct yourself, respect yourself, and try to evolve your own glory. May God bless you.
enjoyed that beautiful piece by Sahaj Yogis from Switzerland. And so now we hope you are deep into meditation. Please raise your right hand a few centimeters above your head and just see if your kundalini feels different from before. Is it stronger or is it cooler or just different? And try with your other hand and see what you feel. After listening to Shamataji's talks, most people feel the Kundalini strengthen and it definitely goes cooler. So don't be worried or disappointed if you can't feel too much as each person's subtle system is very different. Some people just feel the peace in their beings or vibrations inside. And if this is the case, then through attending regular programs, you can go much deeper faster. Shamataji has given us the ability to be our own masters through vibrational awareness that is achieved after self-realization. And that's our ability to feel on our fingertips, our chakras. So you could say that we don't really experience life in our heads. Well, well some people do, but mostly we experience our life through our senses on our central nervous system smell sight touching hearing and taste we see with our eyes and we smell with our noses etc and all this is possible because of our central nervous system so you could say that to truly experience the divine as a reality we should also have a tangible experience that can be felt on our central nervous system so with the opening of the sarasara chakra we have reached a point of surrender to the divine and all of our thoughts have been sucked in and dissolved into the bliss of thoughtless awareness. 
The ability to remain in the central channel and on our divine path is only as good as our connection via our kundalini to the state of thoughtless awareness. The ability of the kundalini to break through the last chakra and stop the thought process depends on many things. The kundalini finds that minute space between the thoughts of the past and the future and then goes about her job to widen that space, making meditation deep and wide. So when we can go deep in meditation without any effort, we can ascend very quickly with the kundalini being able to do her job unobstructed. When we find it hard to sustain thoughtless awareness, then we have been given techniques to correct ourselves. And this is done by sitting quietly, opening our hands on our laps and taking our attention inside. So if everyone could now do this, just take a few deep breaths and relax. And I'm sure most of you are already there. Now please see if you can feel anything on your fingertips. Any tingling, warmth or cold. Sometimes we just feel a general heaviness on one side. And these indications come when we have some obstruction in our chakras or channels. And these can be generally easily cleared. So if you feel something on a particular finger then it relates to a chakra. For example, our little finger on our left hand relates to our left heart chakra on the left channel. So when we feel this tingle, or we feel heat in this or cold, then it means this chakra is out of balance on this side. So Shramataji has given us techniques to clear these imbalances, and mostly, as I said, we can correct them without much effort. So we can try now to bring this chakra into balance. Because we are one spiritual being and you cannot separate energy, we feel the vibrations of others and also places. So we can correct our own chakras and the collective chakras using our connection to the all-pervading power within us and without. So let's try now to correct this chakra collectively. So place your left hand on your lap and with your right hand we'll give vibrations to our left heart. On the left side of our breastbone, Slowly rotate your hand in a clockwise direction over towards the left shoulder at the level of your breastbone. Keep going around and around and every so often just flick away the heat that you feel. Keep doing this until you can no longer feel tingling or heat on your left little finger. And it should go cool, not cold, but cool. So we can just keep doing this just for a few moments together. And while we're doing this, we can also say affirmations that will help clear the chakra. And for this, this is our spirit. And this chakra catches with any anti-God behaviors that go against our spirit. Any too much focus on materialism, uh, too much, you know, impure desires, things like this. So it's there to keep our attention on our spirit and on the divine. So we can say, Mother, I am only the pure spirit. I'm not this body or this mind. I'm only the pure spirit. It's the only thing about me that is real. Everything else is an illusion. 
Please let me clearly see through the illusion to who I really am. And you might be able to feel the chakra changing on your finger. The tingles start to go less. Very good. And so now we can see that if this chakra has cleared easily, then generally it's mostly surface energy blocking this chakra, outside stuff. So when it's not clearing easily, then we do have other techniques that can help. And these can be taught by attending one of our weekly programs throughout Sydney, Australia and the rest of the world. So through these techniques, where we can feel the condition of our subtle system and correct it, we become our own masters. When there is heaviness on one side, we can also clear this easily. For the right side, we can leave our right hand on our lap, palm up, and point our left forearm towards the sky, and ask Mother Kundalini, please call my right side down. So we can just do this for one minute. Please, Mother, call my right side down. Just keeping the hand just nicely loose on the left side with it pointing towards the sky and the right hand on the lap palm up. A few deep breaths just to open the heart chakra and just allow that right side to cool down, to take away all the thought processes. Mother Kundalini, you do everything, we do nothing. Please let me be in the peace and the bliss. And if you're feeling on the right hand, the middle finger is tingling a little bit. So we can put our left hand now on our right side of our stomach, on our liver area. And we can say, please, Mother, please cool my liver down. Bring me to a state of complete mental silence and take me higher and higher and higher. And so now you can check and see that it's much more balanced. So please sit and enjoy the music and stay in meditation.
So now it's time to say goodbye, just for now. And we hope that you've found your connection to your spirit and felt the bliss of divine love as cool vibrations. So now it's up to you to develop your meditation and grow into a divine being, achieving the highest through daily meditation, both individual and collective, with both being as important as the other. For you can happily meditate at home and feel all the benefits. However, the growth that occurs when you are able to work it out together is incomparable. So please come along to one of our programs locally within the Sydney area. Or if you are listening through live streaming, you can find many programs throughout Australia and the world. So you can email the web link to your family and friends abroad. The web address is www.freemeditation.com.au That is www.freemeditation.com.au And you can also call us on 1300 724-252 So we look very much forward to meeting you all one day real soon and please keep an eye out on our website for workshops held every few months. So take care John and uh, from John and myself Angela we're wishing you a wonderful flowy day full of joy and peace. Keep on meditating. You are our morning.